to positions of hopelessness and helplessness. The government gives them the drugs, builds bigger prisons, passes a three-strike law, and then wants us to sing God Bless America. No, no, no. Whatever comes to your mind, say it into that microphone. It's something about Deion Sanders. No, it's... Uh, Colonel Sanders? How did I... F- Bernie Colonel, Sanders? Colonel that. Sanders, Bernie Sanders, Deion Sanders. My name's Anders. Yeah. Ann Landers. <laughs> yeah, just rhyming. I got Ann Landers. Sanders with Sanders. That'd be a cool gimmick Rat-tat-tat. for a rapper. Are we recording right now? We might be. Okay. But rap as if we're not. Uh, rap like, as if we're not recording. So unflappable, call me the angry bird. I'll be <laughs> balls deep in your wife like, what up, nerd? I'm Anders. This is my Anders voice. What is I'm one? President Bill Clinton Anders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I actually have a... Let me see. I did not have sex with that I did not girlfriend. have sexual relations with my girlfriend. <laughs> there is a... Uh... <laughs> I drink Kratom, but I did not swallow it. <laughs> I did not <laughs> ingest. <laughs> trying to find this one I wrote when I was 19 that was like, I've, Don't let yourself become a capitalist parrot. <laughs> I forget then what, what? the, what was the rhyme was. I, f- I wish I could fucking a remember. Capitalist parrot? Yeah. Uh, Just another what horse you'd... looking out for a carrot. That's right. God damn it. There That's was right. one in my head. We will get, I, I promise by the end of the episode, I'll remember, I'll re remember. Is the parrot capital? Is it like as in? Oh, you're just repeating lies. Oh, right. Yeah, yes. like, it was like like on a pirate ship. Don't let them convince you that your art does not have merit. That's what you sound like. Don't let yourself 19. become a capitalist. Well, my friend okay. was doing a hip hop album. Oh, so you were going to be and, part of like the next D12? Yeah, more like D1, uh-huh. uh, Division One <laughs> in the hip hop world. Uh, my boy was gonna get swirled up in. Oh, he's rapping right now. This is what the rap. The fuck. It could have been great. This is it. Oh, here's what I was thinking of. Okay, this is actually a bit that I that won't work anywhere other than Minnesota, and even there, it probably won't work because people will be offended by it. Love this one bit. Well, yes, they. Some of them will love it. Others will hate it. But a lot of people don't realize this. The Twin Cities has a great hip hop scene. There's there's a lot of uh, hip-hop that comes... A lot of music in general comes out of Minnesota, people don't realize. A lot huh. of it stays in Minnesota, and it's good. Uh, but it has a thriving hip-hop scene. A lot of it is excellent. A lot of it is teenagers who look like me. Uh-huh. Uh, with, like, you know, like, dorky white dudes. Some of whom are amazing. There's right. this spooky kid. Rhymesayers Entertainment, yes? Yeah, there's rhymes. They're kind of the head honcho, if you will, and then they got other... Uh, underling. Well, yeah, it's probably changed by now. There's a lot of different labels and stuff, but, um, but there are a lot of like white teenage. I'm imagining you saying this verbatim on stage, like this whole thing is like the setup. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasting layers. They're the big one, but there's many more. Right. Let me name five more. I mean, that's what all the brilliant comedians do: is they uh, do their first ten minutes cold, and then right. they just crush. 
I gotta um, ooh step into the ice bath of my jokes. Yeah, no, you want to dig a hole to show how good you are at getting out of the hole. That's right. Yeah, but I'll there are a lot of it. so there are a lot of teenage like a lot of teenage white rappers who do like just it's all their rap is just local references and like bragging about Minnesota. I like, got a juicy Lucy yeah. all up in your pussy. Exactly. Uh, they you call know me the Willy Wonka of Lake Winnetonka. They're, they're, oh, it's cool. Wow. Thank Minnesota, you. we be chilling. We got Prince and Bob Dylan. That's a bar that I thought of a while ago. That's um, like a satire bar. It's like making fun of someone. Oh, I was gonna say, it's a I'd, satire bar. I did not like what you did with your voice during that. They, they sound like that. You, no, we be they, chilling. We got Prince and Bob Dylan. Like okay, that. Okay, yeah. I don't know if hip hop works with a Midwest, <laughs> like, representing Wisconsin. Like, it just kind of, I don't know if there's a way to make that hard. Well, well the problem there is Wisconsin. on it. The yeah. problem is when they try to rap from Wisconsin. Well, I'm generalizing the entire region, but I'm sure that there's a specific... <laughs> we got rhymes, we got cheese that leave you down on your knees. I guess Eminem is from Detroit, and yeah. that's the He's Midwest. literally from Detroit. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of idea Your and Honor, abilities. Eminem is from Detroit. Do you remember idea and abilities? Did that... I remember them, yeah. Yeah. I miss They were one. from Twin Cities. Amazing really? stuff. For some reason, I thought they lived away. in San Antonio for a minute or something. Hmm, I had a friend who said he was roommates with DJ Abilities. He probably oh, yeah. was lying, though. Or maybe he lived in fucking, I don't know. This is I'm going to assume years ab ago. Abilities. Okay, so he was the the sound guy. And the then idea, man. that makes sense that he had the ideas and the raps. He's the idea man. Right. Yeah. God, what a cringy era of... I used to be really into that shit because I thought it was like artistic hip-hop, but like... It kind of sucks. Idea and abilities? <laughs> no, I just mean the entire genre of like indie hip hop. Some of it's like still, some of it's good. I mean, like I said, yeah, some of it is corny. What's confusing uh, a lot to of me is very good. Is that when I used to listen to that a lot, but I also like that whole genre, and then I kind of thought, ah, this is kind of lame. Like this is kind of like dorky middle class white people shit. Even the people involved in it that are people of color are like, it's a, as a genre, it's backpack or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then what happened is, but I listened to tons of Definitive Jux records. Mm -hmm. That one, it's out of Brooklyn here, that LP was ahead of. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy named Aesop Rock that was on yes. it that I liked a lot. I still do. Like, he still makes really interesting shit. But... He's kind of like the famous fableist Aesop in a way. In but like he rocks though. But he yeah, there's one difference. Um Aesop rock. I I think he's around here somewhere. Come on the podcast. I would like to talk when, about Aesop. When when Greek people but, would listen to Aesop of old tell the tale of the the tortoise and the hare, they'd say, "This is missing something." Yeah, and then, I don't think I can rock to this. And then he shows up and he's like, the tortoise is the mortis of your fortis, fortis. <laughs> Jolly wop, the golly wop, and just making up words and yeah, shit. That, 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 that rock, in a word, that rocks, man. Aesop's uh, old fable, life's not a bitch, life is a beautiful woman. You just Only call her a bitch because she won't get, let you get that juicy Lucy. Right. I, uh... What is going on right now? <laughs> those are Aesop Rock lyrics. But <laughs> I thought you were finishing Andrew's rap. I was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We, we're, I'm looking for originals here. Here's my point. I'm getting at though. When fucking Run the Jewels came out, for some reason, everyone I know suddenly was like, 
oh, I love this LP guy. I've been listening to him for years. And I was like, no, you haven't, because no, this haven't. sucked, kind of. <laughs> or I can't tell if everyone's lying or everyone wasn't talking about it or something. Like, I don't know what that phenomenon is. Killer you know? Mike has a song about Ronald Reagan that's just him telling you about Ronald Reagan for a while. <laughs> yeah. And I remember being really into it at the time, but it's actually, like, kind of not really cool. Yeah, you know, Killer Mike, like, has kind of bad politics, actually. It's weird, because he's cool, and he, like, uh, he's kind of quasi-left, and he's around when we're, like, burning down the city and stuff. Well, he's but, a cool guy. But he's kind of, like, a black capitalist, and, like, yeah. he's, he's, like, a don't-burn-down-the-police-station guy, and that, like, kind of sucks. And well, so, he's a successful rapper now. Oh, I, I'm thinking about this because I had a friend who was, uh, who's a fucking stupid libertarian, like you know, like a real like reads Rothbard and bullshit like that. And he said he liked that album a lot. And I always thought he was just doing the stupid, uh, I'm a Republican and I like Rage Against the Machine thing. But I now I'm like, no, maybe he did like it, and it made sense that he liked it. I don't know. Probably not 100%. I don't think you could be, like, a complete, like, uh, compound guy and be completely down with what Killer Mike is saying. But there's a lot of stuff. You know, he likes guns and shit. Yeah. Folks, you're listening to Pod Damn America for another week. Your number one hip-hop flowcast. Oh, yeah. We're going to wrap the entire podcast this week. We got three B-boys on the mic today. (laughs) (sighs) Who knows what kind of crazy stuff they'll have to say. The worst fucking track of all time, and it's an hour long. It's an hour long. We'll cut it down. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. I'm the Mike D. This Justin, <sighs> Joe Manchin. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, okay. okay, no, this is breaking. This is breaking. And this is actually huge news, folks. What the fuck? Uh, Hold on, we're I'll call just you back. learning this I'll now. Call you back. We're just learning this now. Uh, this. Joe Manchin, for the first, uh, this f- it feels like the first time, you know, might as well be the first time, has agreed, according to the Huffington Post website, to sweeping legislation. What? In the nation to raise taxes. <laughs> what the fuck? How are you doing this? <laughs> unwealthy. Make sure their bank accounts aren't too healthy. And invest in the climate. What does this mean? What? Do- I mean, this can only mean one Worst. thing, which is that we're, of course, they're going to raise taxes on the wealthy and invest in the climate. They, nothing else could happen at this point. Once he has gone this far, there's no going back. That's, if you know anything about a mansion handshake. I mean, some of the previous ones, they had a weird grip on them. Are you right? also waiting for it to rhyme again? I don't know. I feel like he's trapping me in a prison of words. What are you doing to my brain right now? Uh, prison of words. No, um, no. Well, okay. Finish your thought. <laughs> I mean, this means it's going to happen, right? Some of those old hand. You have to be familiar with West Virginia. Uh, those those other handshakes weren't official. Yeah. Right? He has a special way yeah. of shaking hands that you only know. If you're from almost heaven, that West Virginia be gripping. <laughs> yeah, is there West Virginia rap? What would that sound like? Oh, I'm sure there is. It'd be full um, of plastic. <laughs> you know, I'm looking it up now. Poisoning. My name's Joe Manchin, and I'm here to say. Oh, I really don't want to listen to this. Uh, what 
the fuck? Uh, Alright, we've lost a portion of Jake's window. Uh, I actually have to go check on that. Yeah, you should uh, probably do that. Yeah, so I just up. got beat up. Alright, yeah. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, no, I know, there was a, uh, false alarm. I thought an air conditioner might have fallen out of the window and killed somebody. Um, but it was just like a brick. It was no big deal. There's some real fucked up shit going on in this apartment right now. I remember feeling so bad when, this was not me, but someone in my high school, we were in an office building. It was charter school. So it was like this historic old post office that had offices in it, which had also had our high school. And we're on the fifth floor, and somebody just chucked a water bottle out of the window for fun because it's fun to see things, you know, fall. And it hit somebody in the head and actually injured them. Uh, so. so what's in this climate legislation? <laughs> you don't know us at all. We laugh when old people fall. Um, oh, I never knew what they were saying for that. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. We laugh when old people we fall. We laugh when old people fall. What this. kind of operators are you dealing with? So the, according to HuffPo, the proposal has historic investments. This historic. is huge. The word historic from the uh, newspaper that called Joe Biden the Franklin Delano Roosevelt of our times. It's funny because I remember them saying Joe Biden should, I don't know if they wanted him to run for president, but I, they, they were like, he should resign from the Obama White House because he was like the only person who was like, I don't think this Afghanistan thing is a good idea. Uh-huh. Um, would have been uh-huh. not a bad idea, but yeah. Uh, I'm rapping Joe Biden and I'm here to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm totally fine if you are gay. He, I'm totally fine he, if you are gay. If you get married and gay. Remember he said that? You're gay. And he likes and to gay. take credit for it. As if he's... Like, he, he was supposed to just do a normal interview on Meet the Press because they were, like, uh, waiting for Obama to make this huge announcement in 2012 that he was comfortable, personally comfortable... With gay people God. getting married, and Biden was like, "Look at the, yeah, I saw Will and Grace. It's great. I think it's great if you want to get case closed." Yeah, and they got really mad at him. But it was my rhymes are sick and my bars are are ill. Come get a BJ from my wife, Doctor Jill. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the new character, fuck my wife, president. I'm working fuck on him. It, yeah. You want to fuck my wife? Cuck Brandon. <laughs> she's down. She's down. She's down to clown. You can stick it in her taco. That's how clowns were coming up. <laughs> Would you remember though when he like when they passed gay marriage and then like Biden's thing was he was running around the White House draped in a rainbow flag? He was really? like, hey, are there pictures of it? He was like, cre- you know, Yo, doing that up. creepy like laugh. He would always, whenever he was like. Behind Obama, he was always just sort of like grinning, and cackling, and cackling, and like he, yeah, he had this thing where he was running around the White House with like a a rainbow flag on, like a Superman cape. And I remember being like a dumb lib and being like, like the the dumb lib thing was like, oh, these guys are great, like they they wanted this to happen or whatever. And it's like it's kind of happened in spite of these fucking people. He has an entire career of you know being against this sort of thing but he but they were just like so craven that the, as soon as that happened they he's like this this is my idea he's Dad. trying to stop chase bank from participating in pride month it was just so weird he was like running around with like a little kid with like a cape it was fucking bizarre Ugh. 
Who's Superman um, that hoe? Or that man? <laughs> it's 2012, folks. You can Superman a man now. <laughs> when I when I was coming up, a man, a man, for a man to be Superman, he couldn't have come on his back. And now it's the only way to stick something to it. It's 2012. You remember? Did people say that in 2012? Hey, it's 2012. It's 20. Yeah, people always say the year. The year it is. Well, that yeah, was also but, supposed to be the end of the world, as per the Mayan calendar. Yes, right. Jake there is was correct. I, I knew people who uh, crafted their life plans around that. Uh, <laughs> yeah? It was basically a procrastination thing. But um, I remember, because I was just thinking about this the other day. Remember 2016? After, after November 2016, right, right? Oh, 2016 is a terrible year. Awful. God damn. Uh, Trump, celebrities died. Uh, but for most of 2016... Living here in New York City, I remember vividly at various occasions people would say, it's 2016, like as a positive thing. Like a one time, not to toot my own horn, this happens once every decade, but a woman propositioned me to uh, come home with her and she was like, it's 2016. A girl can ask a guy out or a girl can ask a guy to come home and... That was uh, largely considered like the worst year of all time at the time. After November, uh, but before so, yeah. November, Around it was like for the assumption was we would have a female president, uh, and right. it was it affected people's attitudes, at least in places like New York. Um, and I remember hearing from other people like, "Yeah, and I think it's a good thing, right?" People would ask guys more commonly would ask for you know, "Is it okay if I touch your breast or stuff like that?" And like, yeah, it's 2016. What? We ask that now. <laughs> When did this happen? You're talking about the, the Where was I? Well, you, you were you were in a relationship. Married to the one person <laughs> you've ever dang cooking me right now? <laughs> I mean, no, that's like a I you there is a reality there in like the uh culture of consent becoming more yeah. normalized, but um hang on, I have a question. Sure. Did you, <laughs> did you go home with her? I didn't. Which is I don't know, it's complicated, but... Uh, He's a prude. Well, the reason I, I ask is it would have been funny, like, to know that she hooked up with you thinking Hillary Clinton was going to be the president, <laughs> and that's, like, why it was okay, and then, uh -huh. like, you know, and then a few months later, like, why did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that happened with other people, probably. Um, but, yeah, it's just funny how, how just 2016 was just this great year for most of it, and then... In the eyes of many people, and then just completely 180. Yeah, but I think it's worth mentioning about the the Joe Manchin thing that this all happened like 48 hours after all the the uh, congressional staffers did a direct action in the in yeah. the steps of very Capitol Hill. Yeah. And so that might be their wonderful result is a hin a handshake from a Grinch. <laughs> Maybe. Um, if you want to touch the Grinch, you got to go for it. Right. I mean, I would, that, that, I hope that's Grinch, true. There's been a the lot belly. of peaceful arrests happening in the, this week and last week. First, they get all of our wonderful squad members. They throw them in a car. They're in trouble. They arrest them with those invisible handcuffs. 
Miss Ocasio-Cortez, you were under arrest for being too beautiful. <laughs> you were going to jail, miss. Also, you can't have an abortion anymore. That's part of the rule. Um, no, but these... Uh, these young, young spry staffers—they're in—they're in the mix, and they did something or other. Yeah, they had a direct action. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that. I mean, people have been doing that to Mansion for a couple years now. Um, I hope it's worked. I hope it's had some impact. Some of them have been constituents of his, but he loves to say, like, "Oh, West Virginians don't want this. They wouldn't do that." Um, you know, he's. I think it's likely that he's bullshitting or um, they're doing a little switcheroo and cinema because at the end of this political article, it says um, Christian cinema learned of the deal Wednesday afternoon, had no immediate comment. Okay. So I think they're maybe just switching. I mean, they do this. Both of them are usually the troublemakers, but um, she seems to maybe be the one now who's going to hold it up. Jam it. I got a Washington Post tweet up here. It says that the deal is $433 billion spending with $369 billion on climate, $739 billion in revenue, which includes uh, tax IRS enforcement. Don't know what that means. $300 billion for deficit. Yes. So climate and deficit, similar numbers. Right. That's something to get excited about. Well, yeah, the money is going to come Think from of the deficit. supposedly uh, tax increases on the wealthy, uh, but that's not something cinema, I, I don't think, is going to be okay with, right? That was kind of her big issue. Was well, like, it's not something he's usually okay with. No. As he's one of those guys. Yeah. They're, yeah, he's tugging them along right now. I mean... The Baron Harkonnen of America. Yes. Yeah. There is a chance that um, they're feeling the heat because I actually think there is um, a not bad chance that the Democrats will hold the Senate uh, because you got, you know, Fetterman Oz. That would be a pickup there uh, if Jay Fett, Fetty Wap wins that. And then um, in Georgia, Herschel Walker has... Major brain damage. I don't know if that's going to be enough to... No, he's got this. I mean, he could because he is a Georgia Bulldog. And they just won the championship. So, like, there's that enthusiasm there. Um, But I think there's a a chance the Democrats hold the Senate. I I would not bet on them holding the House. So, uh, but maybe they want to seem cooperative for now and they're just going to drag it along. I'm I'm looking at it as pessimistically as possible. I'm going to assume that nothing will, will happen, and I think that's probably a safe assumption. I mean, if it's but going to follow the trend of every other big sweeping Biden White House uh, uh, spending package, then somebody will just get grumpy and take their ball and go home at the last second. Yeah. Yeah. Have best you- thing, I mean, on the federal level, electorally, the best thing we can hope for, and this is doubtful, but if Democrats hold the Senate, they pick up in the Senate, and they'll, there's enough pressure from below that they do something about the Supreme Court. What that is, I don't know. Maybe what are they it would gonna be. Do? They're going to educate what? them. Like impeach? I mean, if, I mean, if it's a demand, if it becomes a real demand and it's, uh, you know, 
widespread enough, then they may act on it. But if there's a demand to impeach uh, Thomas and or Kavanaugh, I think may, that might have some legs. But, you but can know. you do that? Can you yeah. do that? Yeah, if you have enough. For what? Like, based on what? Based on, their, like... They're dicks? Yes. <laughs> they're uh, predatory practices. And, you know, there's misinformation, I believe. Both of them have perjured themselves. Uh, and leave it, you know, Anita Hill, obviously, I think, is still a valid reason. But also, um, the Ginny Thomas situation, she... Is, he's ruled on cases, Thomas has, that have been conflicts of interest with his wife that his wife has had money in. Who, by the way, absolute nutcracker. And do you guys know the story about um, Jenny Thomas calling up Anita Hill? So you, what the hell? You know about the Anita Hill hearings, right? You've seen the, yeah. so the Anita, Kerry Washington movie? So okay. there's the Anita Hill hearings in the early 90s. And or the Clarence Thomas hearings in Anita starring Anita Hill. Starring um, Anita Hill. Yeah, she's as wronged woman. <laughs> right, and I, I don't know. Maybe there was a better way they could have done this, but I think she, yeah, she wanted to be public. Um, and Biden sabotaged the whole thing. Or didn't sabotage? Just did a shitty, shitty job, and they basically let Clarence Thomas through, despite these very credible. Um, Allegations. Uh, allegations, accounts of sure. Thomas's harassment. Arlen Specter whips out this book and is like, your account of Clarence Thomas harassing you is very similar to this book that I think maybe you read and imagined that it was that, you know? It's like a Harry Potter book. He's like, yeah. hey, <laughs> awfully yeah. convenient. The fucking guy who was running... Hillary Clinton's, like, oppo, some of her comms, I think technically as, like, a surrogate or a third party, uh, David Brock, called Anita Hill uh, nutty and a bit slutty in the early 90s, and he just goes on... on television? Be, I think it was in an interview or something. Was he rapping? Um, yeah, maybe he would try to, to use that as an excuse today. If it was a battle was rap, like, they, none of that is... None of that holds up legally because you can say anything you want back there. You're right. supposed to be insulting them. Yeah, you're the supposed to. So yeah, you can I don't say know stuff if she you can't normally say like kind of. They're stuff, in like, a side circle. I don't. I don't think she stuff. agreed to 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 be in it, but he went in and is now a Democrat and a. You can uh, tell someone they can fuck Joe Biden in a battle rap, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what. Maybe yeah. Do you know about the tacos thing that I was referencing? What? If I no. talk, okay, what, what tacos? That's why that joke didn't land. She got in trouble a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh! Breakfast tacos. For, yeah, she called everyone in San Antonio breakfast tacos. Yeah. <laughs> or she called all the Latinos there breakfast right, tacos. Right, From the, what, yeah. Well, what about at night, Senator? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we switched to corn tortillas. You still think we have eggs in us San Antonio, night? they don't serve tacos after uh, noon. Isn't that correct? No, it's not true. Is that not correct, Jake? Entire economy is based on tacos. They're really good. It's honestly best in Texas, but don't tell anyone because then people will start moving there. Here? But anyway, Ginny okay. Thomas, just to put a cap on this. Uh, so the hearings are in um, early 90s. Her husband gets through. 20 years later, about, she calls an Anita Hill, who is a private citizen this whole time, has, has been a private citizen, and, and she calls her up. 
and says, leaves a voicemail asking her to apologize for the Clarence Thomas hearings. Just out of nowhere. Okay. Just somebody who you don't know them, their husband harassed you, and you told that to people because they should know. Yeah. Yeah. And then 20 years go by, and they leave a voicemail for you? It's. I really want to know what was going on through her head. That's crazy. That She's time. probably mad as hell, I would guess. Or maybe she wanted to become on the Supreme Court, and so it would have been a victory for feminism in a way. Wife, husband, switcheroo. That could happen. I would not put it past... It's unprecedented. A wife-husband uh, duo? That'd be a good show. Right. On the so they have Court. to get past Clarence Dude. and Ginny Thomas. Yeah. Good what? luck. A wife-husband duo, Joe and Jill Biden, and they had noticed you from across right. the bar and like your vibe. They like your oh vibe. Boy. And he's Dude, wondering he if would... you'll fuck her. Part he's of the duo very, just wants to watch. He's he's an, he is an oversharer about his wife. He well about his first wife. He would say several times. This was in um, Bronco Marchetich's book. He Mark would Hedich? brag. No, it's Marchetich. It's oh. Marchetich. Oh Marchetich. my god! I corrected you and got owned. I didn't know that. He uh, writes about how Biden in the seventies would uh, brag about like he'd give campaign speeches and be like, "After this, I'm going to go home and make love to my wife." Yes, dude. Oh, he probably just what watched the, the movie fuck? Clue. Yeah, and now his new wife, he'll, he'll always say, like, isn't she a knockout? That is a considerable punch-up from I'm going to go home and make yeah. love to my wife, which is a Brock Lesnar-style statement. <laughs> <laughs> Former Minnesota Viking. Former Minnesota Viking. Um, okay, well, let's say, hypothetically, best-case scenario, all nine members of the Supreme Court of the United States removed from office, executed... <laughs> Uh, by patriots, white hat patriots. Who are we going to get to fill their, their place? What group of nine works in such cohesion that they can lead the nation in its laws, in its interpretation, and you need people who have history together? And I'm returning to the original core of the Wu-Tang Clan. I who do we knew have? it was going to be Wu-Tang. RZA, Jizza, Old Dirty Bastard, Method Man, Raekwon the Chef, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, You God, and Master Killer. Understanding Old Dirty Bastard is indeed beyond this grave. Yeah, but it'd be a ghost version of him. Nothing in the Constitution says you can't nominate a dead person Nothing. to the Supreme Court. None, and yeah, it's verified by the Wu Tang Clan Supreme Court. You know, a lot of times when they play now, his son, who's like, I guess, young dirty bastard, must be his name. He play, he does. ODB's Is that his actual name? No, I made that up. Oh, okay. But he does ODB's parts. And apparently, he's pretty good at it, so he oh. could do that. And those are tricky parts to do. They're very. The spirit compels yeah. you to fill them up. Also, you know, Clarence. Thomas is an old, dirty bastard of sorts. That's true. But we could have a better one, you know? Yeah. This is, I'm just doing punch-up for when we make He's a fascinating, you mentioned uh, Killer Mike in his politics. Clarence Thomas actually has, sort, not, I, I would not at all equate him and Killer Mike, but. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like that's what you're doing. <laughs> he, is, he is a black nationalist. A lot of people don't know that, but he genuinely believes that... I wouldn't call Killer Mike a black nationalist. No, <laughs> not quite. Rude and not, no, for. not quite. I don't know, man. I mean, not all the, they're not all bad, he's right? From, he's, of, he's made some statements. He might go in that direction. I don't think he has consistent politics. Is another reason you could be like... Yeah. At one point, he said something that was a little bit... He's that. idiosyncratic. 
He's a fucking lunatic. Well, as, I, as we all are. But uh, Thomas actually believes that um, black America, he views him as two separate entities, has to catch up with white America. And the way to do that is by kind of uh, having, you know, survival of the fittest mode, basically. So, and, you know, big problem is the, the father... The, the fathers are not around and incentivizing families and all that stuff. So he's, he's like, a, he's a conservative. And it's weird. There are people like this in, uh, near where I lived in St. Paul, there's this place, um, Elsa's house of sleep in which there are signs. Yeah. It's like a weird name for a hotel. I it's guess a it's hotel? like a proto oh. Airbnb. It's just like a house that well, rents out a, a room. Sleep. It's a house of sleep. <laughs> this is right by my, my old, where I grew up, and there's const- there were constantly signs um, that were like homemade signs that were just like the black conservative ladies learn how to shoot a gun. Okay, and like this is the only other guy who's like excited about Clarence Thomas. Like Clarence Thomas is number one fan, basically. The House um, of Sleep guy. Yeah, we gotta got him on the show, man. That's crazy. He's, uh, He's an interesting guy on Mr. The, and Mrs. Tiger, Tiger Jack Street. The Lord of Sleep. Yeah. Um, That's like a word you grasp for when you're like sundowning and can't get the word for hotel. House <laughs> of Sleep. I got I to gotta, I gotta go back to the House of Sleep. That's what Biden is going to say about, you know, a hotel. When Biden got the elected, it turned into the White House of Sleep. You know what I'm saying, Sleepy Joe? <laughs> My wife's dad at one point saw a bag of trail mix and really liked it and then said, what is this, a potpourri of nuts? <laughs> That's poetic. He didn't know what trail mix was? <laughs> no. What? Wow. Uh, the word evaded him. While we're uh, discussing the upcoming election and, uh, and, and what's going to happen, I, I think I need to talk about this thing i found it's for a very small race a guy named jerome davison in uh i guess he's a congressional candidate in arizona district four which is tempe mesa Awatucky, and chandler i don't know southwest is a strange place his handle is jerome for congress the number four which is very funny uh-huh. like joshua for congress. yeah and i don't think he knows <laughs> that uh, but he made this insane ad. Did you see it by chance? He's a black gentleman who is a conservative and made this ad where I'll show it to you. It's um, it's basically... Okay, it's got the Klan in the it. The Ku Klux Klan. AR-15 for self-defense. And there's a spike That there. no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. He's... There's a but when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family. Oh my God! His friends are coming up on his lawn, and they've all got angry rakes and clanhoods, pitchforks, and he has an AK-47. And all thirty right. That it was short-sighted of them. Yeah, and then he's standing there with his sunglasses and his assault rifle, and there's a Klansman's hood floating in his pond. Look, without like, looking into this any farther, <laughs> that is a good ass ad, dude. It's crazy. It went viral as shit because it's like because we like he doesn't actually shoot a bunch of guys, but it's implied he's he's gonna murder thirty men. It's heavily implied that he just mowed down a bunch of Klansmen with his assault rifle, and he's standing there wearing sunglasses like Blade or yeah, something. 
shit. That's really cool. And, like all these like um, you know all these conservatives and a lot of them white are doing this thing of like, look, this is the greatest ad of all time. See, it proves all this stuff. I think major, this ad is based. Major plot hole in the ad though is why wouldn't the clan have guns? <laughs> They're also oh. allowed to have guns. Yeah, <laughs> brought a rake to a gunfight. There's like thirty of them. Yeah, thirty guys with guns versus one guy with a gun. I mean. They're all they're modern racists are very into guns. <laughs> well, it's uh, weird that um, it feels like he's kind of uh, you know insulting his target demographic, right? Which is people who are in the Ku Klux Klan, yeah, or Maybe, perhaps yeah. connected to it, or don't like at least people disparaging it or feel uncomfortable well, with I see, that. I see what you're mean, and like a lot of people are. Uh, if you're like going for the MAGA vote are going to be in the clan or like there's going to be some who are sympathetic to the clan but vast like overwhelming numbers are people who are like look I'm not a racist yeah the parentheses all my racist views but they happen to align with me X number of times and so like to see a sick young conservative scare off the clan with guns which is like your first love is uh, dope and you love mm-hmm. it yeah because the clan is the old right and we're the new right is the alt right so like yeah they don't like the clan that's right the most of the I mean like the fringe like open membership in a neo-nazi or whatever hate group type type of far right person is not the massive uh, part of the coalition that is like electing Republicans, even you know, obviously there's not as They're many there. of them, and it's minoritarian and gerrymandering or whatever. But it's like they have great costumes. But I think I think it's like a powerful ad for dumbass conservative types because most dumbass conservative types you talk to are their argument is like no, actually the liberals are more racist is right. kind of the thing. Yeah, point out the ways in which that is true and. Uh, but then completely deny. I mean, a lot of these people are people who are like essentially a clans person, but would claim to be anything, f- but you know, right? So like, I think it kind of that that was good internet chum <laughs> that guy made, but it is dumb as shit. Like if you understand it, well, kind of reminds me of um, Herschel Walker, another former Minnesota Viking. I saw a clip of him recently. He was talking about being in the FBI, which he just made up. Uh, and he was wearing a shirt, and I'm probably overthinking this, but it, the shirt said Cassius Clay on it, which is, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali's uh, given name or his assigned name, his dead name, really. And so that kind of felt dead like a signal. Muhammad Ali. Right. It feels like a signal in a way that, like, I'm going to disregard um, the name that this guy chose to be Muslim and uh, outspoken activist. You're really figure. reading into this, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was it. like a telling choice. But anyway, what um, is a name at the end of the day? Whatever you want it to be, and that's what Muhammad Ali wanted. He wanted to be Muhammad Ali, and, and people are still calling him Cassius Clay. It's messed up, and I think it's a, I think it's a signal. The Today Show has some serious drama. I don't know if what the hell. This. It is a contrived... We, it's been a while since I've seen one of these. And they used to be good at them. I watched a lot of daytime talk shows as a kid. We did not have cable. My parents in the summer would be at work. And so I would get to watch TV. It was, base, it was you, know, you know, rabbit ears. And all that was on was like talk shows. And they have a way of keeping the ratings up by contriving like kind of joke controversies between other shows or real controversies a la... 
Elizabeth Hasselbeck, Megan McCain, et al., Rosie O'Donnell on The View. They have the rotating sort of uh, drama queen. Um, but they're trying to do that on the Today Show, and it is failing. This, this is marketed to me. On tw- Twitter keeps telling me about... You watch a lot of daytime television. I used to. Uh, and I'm You're a general hospital fan. Well, yes, I used to be. But uh, Hotakotub and Savannah Guthrie are apparently at odds, and I kind of think this is a manufactured crisis. Um, she's like, speaking of reading into things, um, there's like a cryptic quote that they have an expert reveal what the secret meaning is of it. Literally all she posted on Instagram was happy Monday. Thanks. Whoa. But what does it really mean? Right. And then she posted, uh, a seed grows with no sound, but a tree falls with huge noise. Destruction has noise, but creation is quiet. This is the power of silence. No, she's in the Illuminati. That's chaos magic. That could be. But they and they got like a body language expert to review, and I watched this clip, and there's like nothing there. It's literally just like wait, that's the, there's another one. Yeah, that's not a real it. thing, How right? How many body language experts are there? It might be the same one. Uh, Patty Wood is her name, but she might be the only one in America and is just lying. <laughs> it's easy to be the only one of a field you made up. That's I found. a good scam artist grift, you know, like the Ghostbusters were basically that. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty much body language experts, but for ghosts. They were trying to bust Bernie Sanders and put him in a little <laughs> box. Yeah, the Ghostbusters are being brought on CNN to be like, yeah, he's a ghost. Yeah. Where we would know. <laughs> this is what we do. Bill Murray is with us, and he's charming and <laughs> aloof. So, like, they have this short segment where... Uh, they're, they're, like, working with a chef, and um, Savannah is in charge. She's the grown-up, and Hoda Kotob is being a little playful and not paying attention to the rules. And uh, Hoda walks over to the table and says, wait, are we done? And Savannah says, yeah, that's it. Moving on. We'll just move on. We don't have time for all that. And waves her hand in front of Hoda Kotob and cuts off the guest, guest from speaking. And then Hoda starts laughing. No, regarded as an awkward moment, the way it's written there makes it sound bad. But you watch the clip, and these, they're grasping at straws here. I think they're just trying to, to do that, and it's not working, right? Because we have so many non-traversies online that are much more entertaining. And this is like one that's trying, like aspiring to be uh, like a bean dad situation, but no one is biting, Right. I feel like they've jumped the shark. Meghan McCain was the last big, like, daytime talk, just must-watch television, her having a meltdown thing. Yeah, for a while, it was like every other week, she yeah. said something insane. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and now they have nothing. Until they get, well, they got to put somebody crazy on, on one of these shows. Yeah. Maybe this guy who's running in uh, for Congress, what was his name? Jerome. Jerome. Get him no, on Jer- today. Well, he's running for Congress. I mean, how's he going to go on... This TV show. You can do both. Jerome with an N. You can't. I mean, do that both. would be that. That would be the best thing that ever happened to his campaign. I, I well, I for the campaign, but then he has to leave when he gets in. He's not gonna get in. I mean, he's gonna get in. He has a gun. 
They have to let him in. He'll kill them. Remember the rules. after Pete Buttigieg lost, he was just like hosting the Tonight Show and shit. Yeah, you, you can so make awful. that kind of transition now. Andrew Yang was a fucking uh, was a uh, he was like a pundit for a minute, but now he's like the three way party or whatever the fuck. Everything's three-way party. not left or right. Three way party. Fucking go down on my wife. Uh, <laughs> man, and he's like we need he, someone with math. To fuck the first lady. He's also just doing stand-up now, which is fucked up. He uh, he introed Shane Gillis, uh, the fucking SNL guy who got like uh, unhired or whatever a couple years ago, like in San Francisco recently. There's this weird clip. I was online in the middle of the night and like I saw it when he tweeted it and was like, "What the fuck? Like, why are you?" Why are you three It's an interesting of, combination, to be sure. He Well, he did a set. Like, he kind of did, like, a long intro, and he, um... I mean, I could maybe play it. We don't have headphones in, though. What America needs is science. Actually, That's a joke. I'm not gonna fucking subject my audience to this, but, like, basically, he comes out, and he's, like, doing, um... Like a like a toast kind of thing, where he's like, the man you came here to see, he's coming out here in a minute. He's so cool and shit. And then he says, like, um... Yeah, you know, a few years ago, he was about to be hired on SNL, and I thought I was going to be president. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, it turns out neither he's doing better than me now, or whatever. But he also says, like, he... he <laughs> I hear exactly <laughs> how he couches this, but Andrew Yang says of Shane Gillis, the guy who got kicked off SNL for making racist... Doing Asian yeah, racism. He goes, like, in a sarcastic voice... You know, because he's racist against Asians, like, yeah, to no. mock the idea that he is, which, like... They're good friends, Jake. <laughs> it's fucking, well, I just... Whatever the fuck you think about that whole thing, whatever. But, like, why is Andrew Yang doing this? He needs stage time. <laughs> what? He's, you can't yeah. work on your shit if you don't what? have stage time. What good does that do for him to come out and be like... It takes a thousand hours before they make you president. A lot of people think my friend Michael Richards is racist against <laughs> black people, but we, you, you, <laughs> right? He's well, fucking he's trying cool, to, right? He's trying to do the beer summit thing. He's trying to, like, you know, be a voice. I'm Barack Obama, and I'm opening for Mike Richards. <laughs> yeah. You may remember him as Kramer, the dramatic young man. <laughs> also just kind of had this weird thousand-yard stare when I saw Andrew Yang tweet this at, like, three in the morning because... Stand-up comedy is stupid. Like, it is a bizarre niche art form for nerds. And I got into it thinking a long time ago, maybe I'll make some money doing this someday. And that's kind of it. And I like it. And the weirdest part about the bizarro future that we live in that seems like hell all the time, and then slowly you realize all of the fucked up things that are happening are inevitable by learning about history and stuff like that. This weird mindfuck kind of happening all the time. I've just been thinking a lot about why stand-up is so adjacent to the worst political shit ever. And it's like... It's like the... It's the art form of the times that we're in, and the times are fucking bad. Mm. So, like, something about this thing that is cathartic and is um, like... uh, Embodies this specific like area to be reactionary in so many ways and just sort of like launder bad ideas for applause through the pretense that you are performing an art is like 
catnip to like Andrew Yang's and Gavin McGinnis's and people like that. All these people are doing stand up. It's fucking crazy. Like, I shouldn't know someone who has Andrew Yang's phone number. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, it's like a uh, crucible of uh, bad ideas, a safe place that they can rest their head. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. And. It's not a crucible for good ideas the way a podcast is. And that's right. why I'm asking, what if the original Wu-Tang Clan were the Supreme <laughs> Court? And what kind of rulings would they pass? Yeah, but... You know, I, the Lucy Accords. Obviously, podcasts are dumb, but, like, Andrew Yang is not on our podcast. I don't know. It could have happened, I feel like, a few years ago. Probably we could have done him. it. Yeah. <laughs> probably not now. I almost got Tom Steyer one time, and then he realized we were all making fun of yeah, him. Yeah, the jig was up. Yeah. I sent out queries to, who was it, uh, Hickenlooper, Delaney. I asked a bunch of them. Um, yeah, we should have, I mean, people ask sometimes if we should, you know, can you have this politician on the show? It's a net negative for anybody who's running for office. <laughs> we're all just hurting each other. <laughs> right. Yeah, but they are, like, freaks. Like, they all want to do it. Like, sometimes you have to, like, we have to be like, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah there was uh, yeah. someone yeah. who we won't name who was <laughs> on a show with you and someone else. Oh. I forget who it was, but it was, like, when this person was running for office and they had to be talked out of doing this show. Yeah. Or no, just, I like, remember. speaking at this they, th- That thing. person uh, pulled back their, like, instead of being on the panel with people like me, they sort of siphoned it off to a different section or whatever, or like sectioned it off rather. We have Jake and the pig poop balls react. (laughs) Yeah. I'm wearing the, I'd rather be drinking piss shirt. And then, you know, fucking AOCs hanging out. It wouldn't make any sense. But, uh, (laughs) um, well, okay. I mean, other, other news of the times, other bad things that are happening that maybe could be, what's going on. Could be, uh, overturned perhaps mm. if the democrats you know were in fact to retain a majority in say the senate is that the choco taco disappeared this oh, week God. it was somehow uh the what taco discontinued choco, choco taco sorry um, he calls it the choco taco <laughs> like the final fantasy bird <laughs> that's what just but a taco that's what happened to my brain yeah uh is it we're all actively stroking out this episode. <laughs> it's the Choco Taco, right? I guess the rhyming is totally why they named it that. Yeah, and because it's full of chocolate. <clears throat> the Choco Taco, if you don't know, if you've ever been to an ice cream truck, it's so it's an it's like an ice cream cone, but it's shaped like a taco. So the the tortilla, the hard, crunchy tortilla, is like a waffle cone type situation. And Yum. then there's ice cream in it, and then it's sort of like covered with a chocolate uh, shell, like as if to be the sauce. Very clever. And for some reason, it was discontinued. And the story went, uh, you know, as you were saying about that Today Show story, like forcibly viral. That's how they make things like that happen now. Yeah. Right? This is not an important story, but it was forcibly viral, which means they wanted it to be for some reason. You know, they want to bring someone in the company wants to. To bring it back. I'm Googling they didn't want it to go out with a whimper. Why? <laughs> well, uh, I, I actually followed a debate about this on my Facebook. Uh, I lurked. It's and Choco Taco is actually what Jill Biden calls, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, Alaskan. No, uh, what is it? 
uh, I guess Afro Latinos. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she said <laughs> that's the accurate racial slur there. I'm not I sure. guess when they, well, in this example, and I'm not saying I approve, it would be when Joe and Jill bring home one of these <laughs> <laughs> young men or women, and they fill up her taco, uh, right? With then it's a chocolate in her. <laughs> In her verbiage, a Chaco talk. This is her talking because she's the racist. This is the, the kind racist. of twisted stuff the people in the White House are saying. <laughs> I mean, uh, so I followed a little back and forth about this, and someone was saying that they got discontinued because no one was buying them. And people buy Klondike bars all the time. And they're actually sort of analyzing this through a, a racial lens that uh, Chaco tacos are, you know, ethnically tinged and therefore people didn't want to buy them is that um i i don't know <laughs> I if don't i accept know that if that's anything but someone else was saying like hey i love choco tacos but you can't get them anywhere near me except for this one spot that i would have to go to and i would go there every day and the other person was like okay but the reason you couldn't buy them anywhere else is because you're the only fucking person who wants to eat those wow. uh no one else wants them this is interesting. So, are they bad? No, they're no, good. I don't good. eat them because I don't eat dairy. But I've literally never had one because I always want like the actual ice cream when I go to the ice cream truck. Like, who's getting these pre-prepared? I always I mean, want the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pop with the bubblegum eyeballs. But he, but when you get them, and I have a friend who is an ice cream man who has confirmed this. Is, Hilly, a man of ice cream experience. Yeah, Andrew Hiller. Yeah. He's a real ice cream man. He and a great comedian. Uh, he's opening for Off of Their Heads soon. Pretty cool gig. He uh, he he told me that like he, uh, he ha- as an ice cream man's like like he has like business knowledge and stuff and like inside uh, insight. He was like, Nah, man. Like when you ever you get one of those things, as soon as you open the package, the thing is it's been sitting around for like a year. So mm. it's like it doesn't look like the guy's face or anything. It's yeah. all fucked up and hard to bite into. And then he was like listing off like you got to get this one or whatever, uh-huh. which I can't even remember what the fuck he said because I don't. It's not how I think when I go to an ice was cream it truck. A dilly bar? No, something else. I don't know. It's something I didn't know about. Dilly or, bar is just like Dairy, Dairy Queen's, Queen's like stock. Yeah. But my point they being, suck. a lot of these. I mean. Okay, look, I, one of my jobs... <laughs> Jake is bargaining now. One of my first jobs I ever had was um, working for a fireworks stand. Nice. And I think this is a similar like type of business where mm-hmm. like this is like very off the books and very legally dubious, and it's probably somebody in like white organized crime is like laundering money through it, oh. so that could be anything from like the mob mob to... The um, last season of Breaking Bad, scary hillbilly Nazis type people. Oh my god, I'm so scared of those. That's like basically who I worked for when I worked for this fucking uh, fireworks stand. Hillbilly Nazis? Yeah, (laughs) they were fucking terrifying. These like weird hillbilly people we had to go. That Aaron Paul chained up in the basement? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That season reminded me of the guy who owned the fireworks stand, (laughs) like really hard. But um, it's like an extremely far fetched premise. It feels like. Point being. These are like ice cream pops that have been sitting in a fucking central freezer somewhere for like five years or something. Like, it's weird. Like, it's like, you know, they have some line on these things and then sell them and use the trucks. Somehow they're scraping all the money off the top. So to try to interpret 
the discontinuation of the Choco Taco in some sort of politically economic way by saying, oh, the demand went down here or something because of racism or whatever, you're completely, you're, there's all sorts of ones and zeros you're like not seeing behind this. But it is an interesting argument because like, um, I think to argue that they went away because of racism also doesn't make sense because racists that hate Mexicans will still eat the fuck out of tacos. Yeah. Like it's bizarre. They're like, get them all out of the country, but then I want to keep the, the restaurant. Yeah, right. It's like, who the fuck do you think is going to make them? Right. <laughs> that's a point that's been made in stand up over and over and over and over. You know, who's going to build the wall and shit. Mencia's but like, is wall of tacos. Yeah. Yes. What if a nuclear bomb killed all of us right now? I would love that. Or actually not Mencia. He stole it from, uh, anyway, uh, what's Louis CK. No, I have to attribute the the original author of the joke, Bane Ari Shafir. Yes, um, the Choco Taco. I I would take it any day if I ate dairy. Take it any day over Klondike Bar. Apparently, Klondike sell way more, and that's what I don't get because those aren't good either. No, both of them. I I feel like, and I agree with what you're saying about the prepackaged ice cream because it's extra cold. You know, because you can't really let it thaw. It's not like you're going to leave, you know, a Klondike bar out on your cold. counter and let it drip on the... Huh? I don't need it to be more cold than frozen. Frozen is already the maximum amount of cold I require for my ice cream. Well, yeah, but you want it to be a little less than, like, totally frozen, right? Yeah, I don't want it to, like, hurt me. Sometimes right, and that's you, what they all are. Yeah, well, like, you bite into it, and then it's like, like it snaps yeah, off because wow. it's, like, that hard it and hurts. kind of dehydrated or something. Yes. And it hurts your teeth. From the temp and the uh, dexterity. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? World class chocolate, Baskin Robbins. Damn, it was you were ready. <laughs> I mean, that's what I. I like. You know what I'm tracks. realizing now? I used to love that as a kid when we go to Baskin Robbins, and I was like, "Oh, this is white chocolate." And now I'm thinking they probably just did vanilla because I've always hated vanilla. White chocolate's a weird flavor. Yeah. Is it is it a thing, or are they just fooling you? Is it just psychological? It's the white wrapper of. Uh, Ice cream flavors. Yeah, I guess. Because I, I never, I've always hated plain vanilla ice cream. I feel like the same way about that that I do about cheese pizza. Where in both cases, you're wiling out right now. Jake, what's your favorite ice cream? No, he's right, though. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Live a little. Whoever invented these, so there, I, there's somebody, we'll stick with ice cream. The person who invented ice cream. <laughs> Found vanilla. They got to vanilla, and then they're like, "Oh man, I'm exhausted. I gotta take a nap." But they Will were live. about to put a bunch of other shit in the vanilla ice cream. Someone saw it and was like, "Wow, what a brilliant idea!" Here's and here we go, vanilla ice cream. And it was never supposed to be a thing because it's it's like the high on a windowsill. The person who invented like ice negative cream, negative one. Willy Wonka. Mister Wonka. I don't think he did ice. Was he was a candy guy? I don't know. He did, he did all that. kinds of stuff. I don't know. Did he do ice cream? But vanilla is like a an exotic, uh, like what do you call it? Flavor. Like a well, the the plant. It's plant. Like a spice or some shit. It's an yeah. herb. But it's weird how it feels like an empty sheet of paper. Yeah, it's like negative. On it. It's negative taste. It's become like that's shorthand for like oh that's boring that's vanilla you know. Right. Maybe that's it's just like psychological. Maybe it's for... self-loathing. On my part. It's a canvas for other flavors because it's yes. plain. So I don't, you can put things in it. I don't think that is how ice cream works. I don't you start with a vanilla and then add something else into it. I think it is its own flavor. 
Maybe. You're right. Maybe. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, you know what? I agree. That's. I think this is just child me not being aware that vanilla is a plant and just thinking that it is ice cream is automatically vanilla. This is definitely child Anders' like, logic. Yeah. It's like not true. It's, <laughs> vanilla is it's, it's a, it's a oh, thing. Yeah, but cheese pizza. Cheese pizza is... That's pizza a, is cheese until you put something on it. That and is whoever a, indented pizza wanted stuff to be on it, and then someone found the cheese pizza and was like, oh, let's just eat this. No. See, I'm not that sh- sure that's true for cheese pizza, though. I feel like cheese pizza, at one point, they were like, this is it. Whoever invented whoever, pizza, ugh. savory Willy Wonka, who's Italian, <laughs> he, is, he wears an orange suit. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Joe Manchin, um, Italian, also has an orange tan. Oh, no, that wasn't Willy. That was Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Joe Manchin does look like a... Fully grown, well, not grown, but fully, you know. You know, an Oompa Loompa looks like JFK, like we were talking about last time. With the, <laughs> yeah. the jaundice. The jaundice uh, and the... So they're all well, Irish. That's mostly it. <clears throat> JFK way taller than an Oompa Loompa. He, he actually really had, had green hair. He had to dye it. He had to it dye it. Green. It's it an Irish sad. thing. Yeah. From... Uh, you really had me at savory Willy Wonka. Just <laughs> <laughs> imagine him. He's got an entire hey, factory. Umami, like... Willy Wonka's umami factory. There are five Wonkas in the universe. A sweet one, a sour one, a savory one, an umami one, and the terrifying bitter Wonka. Welcome to Wally Wonka's factory of pleasures. Come into my Marinana, Mar- Marinara River where all the fattest boys drown. Yeah, I would love to. That's the one I would go to because that's my taste. Oh, they, enjoy this chicken bread plant. They grow out of the ground. I love it. <laughs> it tastes oh. like a Parmesan. Just beer-battered fish and fucking cheese sticks and shit. Yeah, Willy Wanka actually is inviting the kids to his factory to eat them. It's not the same story. It's, it's Wally Wanka, actually. <laughs> Wally Wanka. Fuck! No, I, named Willy Wally Wanka. <laughs> I don't know. I was imagining more like they are all Wonkas from different universes or something and then there's like a fucking thing in space that they meet in. The spicy Wonka. Yeah. The mouth ship or something. The palate is what it's called. Meet me at the palate. Yeah. And bring your freak shit. <laughs> <laughs> Others have commented on this, but this and it did always strike me as kind of the strangest thing about this movie. About Will, the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Or wait, it was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It's, an Charlie it's and kind Charlie of like Frankenstein's Factory. monster. The remake is Willy Wonka with Johnny Depp. Okay, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I don't know if they do this in the remake, but it's he has like ten grandparents, and they're all in the same bed, twenty four seven. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I was kind of jealous there. of that for a while. That's what it was like in the Depression: is you put four grandparents in one bed, and they sleep foot to foot. And uh, I'm assuming they fuck. They all fuck in a big pile. You know, what always yeah, stressed me out about that scene is like, you know how much it would suck to be like not on one of the ends of the bed like it would fucking blow like a middle seat on an airplane type situation unless you have reverse some people have i used to have this now i I changed but the reverse um claustrophobia the people who who like it who prefer it you know when you go to the and i kind of like when i go to the movies i always bugs yeah (laughs) the people who like it feel the bugs well people who just don't like being on the end I don't like being on the end when I go to the movies with the friends, and I always wind up on one end. Okay, because then you can't whisper to two different folks. Right. It's, yeah. And I want to whisper. So I, I'm sure I they thought. have it worked out. And 
I like whispering a thought to one friend, seeing if it works, and then being like, all right, I got some good material right, to try over out. my other shoulder yeah. right now. I fucking Get some edits. hate it when somebody whispers to me during a movie. <laughs> it drives yeah. me insane. And there's no way to be like, you just have to be like, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something I've heard before. <laughs> For, have I ever done that to you? No, Kath did to me once. So when we went... The first time um, after COVID where we went to the movie theaters, we got really high and saw The Green Knight, and I'd, like, eaten an edible right before, and I was, like, doing jokes at her, like, an hour in. She was like, hey, just shut up for the rest of this. (laughs) 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 And it's, like, another two hours, so I was like, yeah, all right. (laughs) Did you say anything to me during Crimes of the Future? Did we chat? Yeah, I think I did a lot because I'd been drinking. Did you point to the screen and go, those, they're doing the crimes of the (laughs) future. (laughs) Criminal future. The crimes are organs. Well, no, we definitely conferred to realize, to to try and understand what the hell was going on. Um, It was a confusing film. One of of the few times I've been discriminated against was age discrimination before Inside Man. (laughs) Uh, Me and my friends went to when we were like 14, 15. And we were very respectful of movies. Uh, and this fat guy in front of us. Before, we were kind of like... <laughs> like how your story about getting discriminated against on the basis of age is like, this fucking fat yeah. guy. <laughs> this pork or vanilla ice cream and cheese pizza loving... Oh, he loves them. Lump. He just loves... He's full of plain food. Yeah. <laughs> he whips his head around and he's like, you kids aren't going to talk through the movie, are you? Oh, my but God. You, we're no more likely to do that than anyone else, you know? I don't know. He might have had a point. Well, we we weren't even. It, it hadn't even started. The previews hadn't even started. It's wrong to generalize Anders as a talks at the movie ass motherfucker. That's true. When he's more of a young white rapper. Yeah. Yes. I mean, maybe he discouraged me from picking up a few bars during the film, and if I had done that, I would have had I would have had an Inside Man based EP that would have shot me to fame. Yeah. And that's the news this week. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. Uh, Choco Taco, R.I.P. Yeah. I don't think you're racist. Oh, I thought you were going to about to rhyme again. No, no, no. Choco Taco, rest in peace. I'm going to eat this pizza grease. I Whoa. got some vanilla ice cream. I'm going to sleep and having a food dream. Wally Wonka! Wally Wonka, there's a savory one. A bitter one. I don't know. Um, They're a rap group. They're, another, they're like a Wu-Tang. <laughs> the Wonka Five. Uh, God damn. Alright. <laughs> uh, hey folks, stay safe out there. Monkeypox is apparently just turning into another pandemic. Um, people are being <laughs> weird and homophobic about it. It looks scary. I don't know what's happening. I decided to ignore it until this week, and then it just, it, it's not going away. So have your dogs spayed and neutered, and um, what's other good advice? Um, Anders is a substack. Anders is a substack. <laughs> uh, I, let me pull up the... I'm going to get it right <laughs> this time. Um, I just meant that was good advice, was to follow yes. Anders Substack. Anders says, says Substack. Great advice. Anders Lee dot Substack. Listen dot to this com. dub track. Anders Lee dot Substack dot com. Yeah, we do uh, fun Bra- little alt history shit on there and on this show. Uh, you can find it by subscribing to our Patreon, in which we discuss Winston Churchill's crazy ass 
abominable essay about uh, what if the South had won the Civil War. Uh, you would not believe what this um, vanilla bastard says. Also, <laughs> Winston if, Churchill uh, on his most Anders Lee shit. <laughs> when is this, is this drop Friday? Probably uh, this weekend sometime. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Let me know when you want me to drop it. If we could do Friday and I could plug botanical comedy, which will be at Misfit Kava in Bushwick, 82 Central Avenue, Saturday, July 30th at 7 p.m. Doors at 7. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. we got some great comics. Sahib Singh, the one and only. Uh, David Twighty, friend of the show. Samantha Ruddy, Jaffer Khan, Wendy Steiner. Um, might be forgetting somebody, but come check that out. It's going to be a shit ton of fun, and you can drink Kava and Kratom while you're watching. <laughs> it's going to be in the backyard. Hell yeah. I'm just getting keyed up on Kratom and laughing maniacally. Um, I'll be making my own Choco Tacos uh, and selling them here in Brooklyn for an insanely absorbent amount of money, probably. They're made out of Mast Brothers chocolate that's 100% bean to bar. Remember that from Twitter a million years ago? Remember that? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Somehow I don't have any plugs anymore. I don't know. Just like me and subscribe to the Patreon so we can live. Thank you, Senator Manchin. Are you, huh? <laughs> I'm, just th- I'm just thanking... Senator Joseph Manchin for what will definitely be an earth-saving deal that he just cut. I can see foresee nothing going wrong oh, with this. Oh, no, Anders, you're going to gonna... look foolish in perpetuity when this comes out. He's, is he going to re... No, this guy does never... He never renegs. He only negs. Keep negging. Uh, <laughs> Keep negging. I don't know about that one. All right. I'm jinx... Wait, how do I... Alternate jinx? Okay, yeah. Don't hate to say I told you so in advance for when he he drops this thing. Alex, you don't have any plugs? Uh, you can... I, I, <laughs> I have no plugs. That's it. That's Fuck it, it for me. Fuck it. Um, how do you end a rap? Like, what should we... Orshin, 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 Orshin. When the boys say fuck it, trying to drop that track. Oh, sorry. When the boys say fuck it, it's time to drop that ep in the bucket. Finished. Why do you have so many of these? It's finished.